Um, is there anyone in the room who has never heard our show before? Oh, wow. Oh okay. God, hi. We're we a hot like... mess, but it's on brand. So <laughs> <laughs> just go with it. Are you, can I just... That's fine. Yeah. So basically how our show works is I prepare and then I ask Bex questions and they just say smart stuff. <laughs> It's mostly how it works. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for those of you who don't know who we are, we're going to introduce ourselves, I guess. But we, yeah. we do a weekly podcast called The Dildorks, um, and it's uh, it's about sex dating and masturbating. Um, it's for sex nerds. Uh, we're both sex educators, sex nerdy folks, and um, basically we had too many people saying, "God, I wish I could listen to your conversations when you hang out." <laughs> so now we have a podcast. You can pay us <laughs> to is, listen to our conversations. Yeah, which is literally just us like hanging out and chatting. Um, <laughs> but it's great. Yep, yep, it's great. Okay. So we're like recording? And, like, we're going to record a thing. But is it record? Yes. <laughs> okay, usually this we is record your line. our own stuff and I'm like freaking out that it's this. I trust Dylan. <laughs> just say welcome to the Dildorks. I just met him today. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Ready to go. All right. There's a, before we start the podcast, I'm always like, oh, we're doing a podcast. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we sign up for this? Every Why time. is this our job? <laughs> it's weird to do it in front of people. Okay. Hello. <clears throat> Welcome to the Dildork Storky Discourse on sex, dating, and masturbating. My name is Kate Sloan. I'm a sex journalist, a sex blogger, and I did not have to travel far for this con. I got on the TTC, although as someone pointed out yesterday, that might be worse than traveling <laughs> Finland on a 24-hour long <laughs> plane ride. Yikes. Who are you, friend? I'm Bex. I'm a sex educator and a blogger and doing a million things at this conference. Uh, and I, I drove up nine hours from New York. It was great. <laughs> it actually was. Like, I actually had a lot of fun in that car ride. But <laughs> generally, I'm Megabus. I have done the uh, the twelve hour bus ride to and from uh -huh. New York a couple times, including once for a threesome with this one. But um, my favorite do. memory from those bus rides is one of the times it was like four in the morning and I couldn't sleep because someone behind me was playing the recorder <laughs> badly. <laughs> like I was like, this is literally hell. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Nobody said anything, so I was kind of like, am I hallucinating this? Like, Does this even happen? I don't know. People, every time I tell this story to people, they're like, why did no one say anything? And I was like, they were probably like me. They were probably like, this is hell. I'm hallucinating. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. So today we're talking about sex and travel because we're at a con and some of you may have traveled. I know at least one of you has traveled 24 hours <laughs> to get here. That's wild. You must really like us. <laughs> uh, so we're talking sex and travel. I'm curious, what do you pack as far as sex stuff when you travel? Far too much, to be mm -hmm. honest. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a Virgo, so when I pack, uh, I've been here Thursday to Monday. I packed nine shirts, <laughs> which is not the number of days that those are. <laughs> um, that's far more. Uh, but I'm like, my clothes are tiny, might as well. I'll probably spill ice cream on it. <laughs> or sweat through it, because I'm on testosterone, and it's gross. Um, ice cream and sweat, the backstory. <laughs> honestly. Um, so I overpack for everything, so I also overpack on sex stuff, and I'm like, I can't just bring one dick. I need, like, seven. <laughs> a buffet, a buffet. So, yeah. Um, so this trip, I brought three different dicks. 
Three different dicks, a packer, and an STP. So sort of five dicks. That's quite restrained for you. It really is, yeah. Really paring down. Yeah, well, I didn't want to take up too much space in Kevin's car. (laughs) And just be like, this is my luggage. (laughs) This is my bag of dicks. (laughs) This is... (laughs) Um, But I usually... I wind up, and it also depends on if I'm gonna play, right? Because if I'm gonna play and I'm bringing my harness, then I don't just have to bring the dicks I want, but I have to guess who I might play with and what dicks they might want. Or send them like a Google Calendar invite and say, input your information in this Google form that's linked. (laughs) Should I just, I mean, that is a very Virgo thing, Mm -hmm. but knowing me, I just send it to like the whole conference, (laughs) because... Because how do I, how do I, but like, what if when I show up at the conference, I'm like, hey, because there are some hot people here. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, and then I bring either the magic wand or usually the magic wand. I'm predictable. I have my magic um, wand with me. You gotta, yeah. you gotta. Yeah. <laughs> um, although I did a porn shoot this morning and forgot it. How do you not bring... Thank you! <laughs> Correct! It went very well anyway, but... I haven't even gotten to talk to you about your porn shoot yet. We just ran up and started doing a podcast, and there's, like, hot goss I gotta hear yeah, about. Yeah, I did porn this morning. <laughs> Tell me everything, but not right now. Great. Yeah. Good. <laughs> what do you... I know you tend to pack less than me because you're a reasonable human being. Mm. So, okay, this time I was freaking out and, like, had too much work to do leading up. So I basically texted my partner. I was like, I don't know what sex stuff to bring. So he made a list for me. He just wanted to make it easier for me. I was even like, I think there might be a blogger spanking party at some point. I don't know how many impact toys to bring. Probably between five and ten. And he was like, you're going to bring exactly seven. And I was like, cool, good. That actually makes it a lot easier. Thank you. Um, and then I get to be like, I brought seven impact toys. And I bought one while I was here. I yeah. do often bring an impact thing too. Like I brought one this weekend and I was like, I don't even know if I'm like down for like impact scenes this weekend or whatever. And then I was here 20 minutes and I was like, someone should hit me. <laughs> Luckily I have, I am armed. I brought wood for that. <laughs> Got wood. Yeah. Yeah. And other wood. So much wood. Uh, <laughs> y'all should go see Good a wheel jokes. and breach upstairs, by the way, they make the most beautiful wooden impact. Toys. Um, but the thing is like, as sex toy reviewers, like my recommendation generally would be like, keep, bring a toy with a travel lock because that's a smart technology a lot of toys have. Mm-hmm. But like, I I don't do I don't that. Do that. <laughs> or like, let your battery run down so that it's dead and then charge it when you get here. I also don't do that, no. but like, that's an option. Even when toys have travel locks, I forget to turn them on. Like, I once got on a streetcar with the Swan Wand in my bag, and I sat down and I felt rumbling that I just thought was the fucking streetcar. <laughs> I had earbuds in. Ten minutes later, I realized it's the swan one. I'm like, what do these people behind me think is going on in my bag, honestly? I was once walking down like a Brooklyn sidewalk and something in my backpack turned on, but I was like, it's cold and I have gloves on and my backpack's all the way on my back, so it's just going to keep vibrating until I get where I go. (laughs) And I had headphones in, so I have no idea if it was loud and if people were like walking by like... But I just had something vibrating my back for like 15 minutes. I was like, I'm just living with it. <laughs> so one of my favorite vibes that I usually bring with me when I, when I travel or when I go anywhere um, is the We Vibe Tango, which does not have a travel lock. They should redesign it. It makes me really mad. Um, but what I've started to do now is I put it in a glasses case and I tape it right in the middle so that it can't turn Ooh. on in transit. So smart. <laughs> um, Hang I on, I have props. I didn't bring, pr- why didn't I bring props? <laughs> That's a lie, I don't have props. I think I have, 
So I have a travel vibe, mm-hmm. similar to the Tango, mm-hmm. that comes with its own case, which mm-hmm. is very cute. Um, and that is my go-to travel vibe, and I'm going to let you keep talking while I dig around in my bag and find okay. it. The other thing is I like to bring a lot of glass dildos with me, which is just an occupational, occupational hazard. If you That must be at least the fifth time I've made that exact pun on this show. Oh, my God. Um, and I just wrap them in layers upon layers of socks and panties, which is like kind of a hot thing in itself, I guess, for some people. <laughs> Gotta unwrap your sex toys like a present. I thought I found it. I didn't. Okay, cool. We don't need props. It's, a po- it's an audio medium, so really, this is all superfluous at this point. Well... Um, it's called the Tenga SVR. I knew it was going to be that. I know. I know you so It's well. the best travel thing. Okay. Um, so it's a cock ring that is like oblong. Um, so the ring part is round, and then it has this oblong attachment. That Say is basically oblong one more time for me. <laughs> you know? Um, but it's basically the size and width of two fingers, which makes it a really, really great finger vibe. Um, and it's really good because it has the loop. You don't have to hold it. You can kind of loop it around your, the base of your fingers and uh, use it either as a finger vibe or if you're fingering internally, it can rest against the palm of your hand and you can kind of grind it against someone's vulva or something like that. And it comes in a little travel case and it's relatively rumbly and it is like my go-to. I keep it in. So we found my fi- safer sex kit, which is half empty because I did porn this morning, which is why the vibe isn't in there. <laughs> but... Um, I keep I keep it in here and this just lives in my backpack and it has like no, latex and non-latex condoms, internal and external condoms, gloves, dams, that little vibe, a change of underwear and toothbrush and toothpaste. <laughs> You're and brilliant. I, I adore you. <laughs> and I just have that with me always. So that's like the baseline for my travel stuff <laughs> is make sure I have that kit with me and then I just add ridiculousness on because I'm extra. <laughs> <laughs> I love stuff like that that's like really versatile for travel. So like one thing I have on me today is the Funkit Toys Signet, which is unfortunately not available. But it looks like just a flashy, cool ring that I wear on my finger. But actually, you can like put it around two fingers and it's designed for finger banging. So it's kind of perfect because it's fashion and sexy. Everybody's talking about finger banging in the Also, the today. Crave Vesper does the same thing. Yeah. Everyone's talking about finger banging. Just Everyone should always be talking about finger yeah. banging. I texted my partner earlier, I was like, I'm having some finger-banging feelings at this conference, and he was like, oh, tell me more. And I was like, I do not have time to get into a sex sesh <laughs> right now, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. I'm running to so many things. But if we're talking about, like, stuff that doubles as jewelry, the Vesper is kind of the go-to. It's a gold necklace. There is a lot of knowing nods, which is how I know I'm in the right place. It's like a sex nerd um, talisman a little bit. You yeah. see when you're like, oh, you, okay. <laughs> you just say, hey. <laughs> It's like what those Lalo pins tried to be, but like nobody really wears or those the cufflinks. <laughs> oh, Lalo. Um, <laughs> another one I really like is um, there's this local company called uh, Unicorn Collaborators that makes this mm. bracelet. I'm talking so fast because I'm really nervous because there's so many of you. <laughs> <laughs> we have a bracelet. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it's called the Double Duty Cuff, and it, you wear it as a bracelet, but you can transform it into bondage cuffs, which, like, I wear it when I think there might be impromptu bondage, which is a great sentence. My life is fantastic. <laughs> I'm casually taking my belt off for a reason, not to be awkward. I mean, take your belt. Yeah, it's fine. Because this belt does the similar same thing. Um, it's from Aslan. Thing. Similar, same thing. You know what? Give me a wrist. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's from Aslan, and it's a regular belt, but it also... Oh, hey, bondage. Doubles as cuffs. 
So you can, there is another loop there too, but I only had one wrist, so it didn't go through. Is that um, the first time in our friendship you've ever cuffed me? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, that sounds like a thing that's probably happened. <laughs> but you can, you can create these kind of double cuffs with this. She's gonna kill me, I'm the person who moves around too much when we're recording a podcast. I'm the person who edits the podcast and is like, why did you do that? I'm Italian, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, but it creates these two little loops that you can kind of tighten and just always have on you. So I forgot I was wearing it, but other cool travel things. <laughs> <laughs> I also love the bandana as blindfold because you can use the hanky coat and like flag whatever you're feeling. And I also then... have that in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> props, props. <laughs> props to you for bringing props. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't intend to, it just happened. This is just the stuff I keep on my life at all times. I'm like, oh, you need sex things? Look, <laughs> look at what I have. <laughs> you just said on my life where most people would say on my person and I nope. kind of like that. Yeah, it's fine. Bexisms. Um, I, I really like a good uh, versatile impact toy. So the aforementioned wheel and breech paddles, they're mm. gorgeous. And then you can actually flip them on their side for a really thuddy sensation. I taught someone that the other day and he was like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting. But so uh, I wanted to get into TSA tips. I feel like you have more experience with this than I do because I usually check my bag because I'm terrified that I will have to tell someone that I own a sex toy. <laughs> And yeah. yet I have this podcast somehow. But, um. <laughs> yeah, like I wish I had more TSA tips, but my TSA tips are mostly like make it through the line and then look cute at them while they look at my bag and x-ray. <laughs> and just like, yeah. <laughs> um, but honestly, I'm always pretty, so I'm pretty open about what I have in my bag. And I put it in my carry-on for, I put whatever I bring in my carry-on for a pretty intentional reason. Because um, personally, I don't mind having that interaction. And I would rather have that interaction than have, than get somewhere and see that my bag had been searched and not really know what happened in that situation. Um, and also, sex toys are the kind of thing people don't want to, like, report stolen, most people. So I can see things disappearing in ways that I don't want. So I keep them in my carry-on, but that's my own choice. Um, but e whether it's in your carry-on or in your luggage, I always recommend putting it in a clear bag and labeling it if they may not immediately know it's a sex toy. I, I own some weird shit. So <laughs> if they may not look at that and go, that goes in someone's ass, I will tell them with Sharpie. Um, I just love the image of a TSA agent sitting there being like, that goes in someone's ass. Definitely, has definitely been in, like call, my favorite is when they call other people over too, because you can always see like my luggage goes through and you just see someone look at it. And you just see it kind of go back into the machine. And they get their buddy. And I'm I'm at the end of the line just like, it's a dildo. Can I have it? <laughs> Um, but I like to put them in clear bags so that people can see it without touching it. Um, and I also, if my bag does get searched, because it often does, because it becomes a pile. So when you take silicone and sex and vibrators together, it looks like a pile of dense mass with wires, which is a scary thing for the TSA. <laughs> so they're gonna look at it as, you know, you can get through the TSA with a travel vibe. Like the things people panic about, like a tango or whatever, TSA doesn't care. But if you're gonna go with a bag of dicks and a magic wand on top, they're gonna see a shit ton of wires and a hunk of silicone and be like, oh, what is that dense thing? 
Um, so they're going to check your bag. And when they do that, I tend to, I have the sex toys in their own bag, and I will often say, like, as they're opening the bag, I'm like, okay, this bag to the left is full of sex toys. You may not want to open it when there's a toddler standing next to me. <laughs> like, you may want to take a second before you go in that bag. You may want to think about, you know, just consider instead of just dumping it out and then being like, oh, Jesus. Because <laughs> sometimes it embarrasses the TSA agents more than me. Um... So just being open and transparent with them can be really helpful. Um, and just being conscientious of like, what is this going to look like? Um, I say be conscientious, I never am, because I'm like, I can fit 30 things in this backpack, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then they dump it all out. We have a friend who <laughs> went through TSA with, with the vibrating teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, hello. Um, Hi. I was, <laughs> but that's like that's the thing where like that could look very suspicious in an X-ray. So like maybe think about it's like, a bear full of wires. Yeah, <laughs> very scary. Um, but I, I like what about because um, there's that rule in the TSA rules about like you're not supposed to have like a tool that's like longer than seven inches that could like you could probably kill someone with something like the Enjoy Eleven, which is an eleven-inch piece of steel. Which um, I have packed in my carry-on yes. before. <laughs> so uh, you it did ended this. well sometimes. You you did this and and something happened, right? Like it yeah. Went, yeah. So I I have made it through security with the eleven in my carry-on with no issue multiple times. Um, and I actually that made is it whack. Like yeah. I don't even understand how that. Like they should have taken it away from you. Like I, I'm saying yeah. that as like someone concerned about safety. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> like you could literally <laughs> kill someone, but okay, yeah, fine. But um. <laughs> But, uh, and I, ha I did have one time when it was taken from me and they just had me put it in my checked luggage, uh, which just became an issue because I didn't have my checked luggage on me anymore. So I got to w like wander around the airport and because I'm me, I had people, I'm like, I need my luggage so I can put something in it. Like I need to, and people were like, well, I don't know. Well, we can't get to your luggage. Well, what even is the item? Well, what do you do? So I wound up just being like, it's a dildo. I need to pack my dildo, please. <laughs> and I'm like holding it and everyone's just like, oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, let me get that for you, sir. I'm sorry. And I'm like, I have a giant dildo I need to pack. Can someone help me? <laughs> Which gets attention. Um, and luckily, like, I was able to check it and I got on my flight and, like, everything was fine. But that was a bit of a delay. It's not like they confiscated it or made me throw it away or anything. But they were just like, you put this in your checked bag or check the bag on your back right now. You gotta check your 11 before you wreck your 11, am I right? I guess. Yeah, I always go the checked luggage route because I'm really, really terrified of like, I'm a socially anxious person, so that makes me really scared to have to be like, yeah, that's a sex toy. Um, but then the other thing is like, I get really anxious that they're gonna lose my checked bag. So like, I never bring really valuable, like I have this like beautiful, like limited edition blue glass dildo that will never be made again. And that is my favorite dildo. And I will never travel with that <laughs> anywhere because if I lost that, I would literally cry for like three days. <laughs> So every time I get to the, the the baggage claim, I'm always like there, like panicking, like okay, you can lose my makeup, lose my clothes, I don't care. Do not lose my fancy, expensive dildos. I will lose my shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, well, that's the other reason I pack them because I'm like, this shit's expensive. I'm traveling with like five hundred dollars worth of dicks. Like, <laughs> they're mine. <laughs> don't take my dicks away. No. <laughs> what do you do about all your kinky accoutrement when you walk through the uh, the scanner thing? Because you got all your I, metal bits on you. Yeah, I just have to take all of them off. Also, trans people, remember not to walk through the scanner with your packer in. Because that looks weird. <laughs> They're like, 
I definitely, I have definitely like made it to security and then been like, oh, I'm, I'm wearing my Packer, which is a prosthetic soft dick that I wear in my boxers that makes it looks like, look like I have a bulge for anyone curious or that doesn't know. Um, but you go through the scanner and they're like, what is that bulge in your pants? And you're like, it's my dick. It's just not attached. <laughs> it's complicated. I'm sorry. Um, and I have like, they will pat you down for that and they will be like, <laughs> so that's also a thing to keep in mind. But I, I, it is a process, but I just have to take all of the things off, the belts and collar yeah. and whatever. Yeah, I'm so I'm that guy who has like four bins at the airport and is just like, no, it's fine. I got this. <laughs> this is also something that if you have like a kinky dynamic where you do have to wear things as part of it, you want to discuss beforehand circumstances like that, which I went through recently because I'm collared for the first time officially, and um, it didn't occur to us. Thank you. That's very sweet. Um, it didn't occur to us until I was like about to get on a plane, like, oh, what do we do about TSA? Because like I would take it off if I needed to, but like I would not feel good about that as like a submissive person who is like committed to wearing it for like specific symbolic reasons. So we put like a clause in our agreement about the collar that I can remove it to protect myself or the collar, which is really really nice because it gives me an out. It doesn't make me feel like a failure as a submissive if I have to take it off to go through TSA. Yeah, cool. <laughs> that is not something I've ever considered. <laughs> I just throw it on the thing. <laughs> I'm like, y'all got this, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, like, my logic brain knows it's fine to do it, but then my, like, little space submissive person inside me is like, no, you can't take it off. Daddy told you to leave it on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so we wanted to talk about hooking up on the road. Yeah. <laughs> you have Tinder stories. Do I, though? They're kind of just like bad sex stories that happen to be traveling Tinder <laughs> stories. <laughs> that makes them relevant. <laughs> just make them funny. We need 15 more minutes. I know. Well, we got questions, though. We, oh, we, we also do have questions, yeah. yeah. And but we so, actually need more than that, though. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll be fine. There's a lot of people here. <laughs> I'll just tell you about really bad sex I've Here's had. a hint. Start thinking of questions. Yeah. Um, okay, so we... Uh, I, I don't really know what the compulsion is to, like, want to hook up on Tinder when I'm in, like, different cities. Hotel sex is best sex? Hotel sex is... But, but I, we weren't even in a hotel this we time. We weren't. No. But hotel sex is best sex. I'm, I keep trying to get hotels And we're both staying in a hotel. I know. <laughs> I have not had any sex in my hotel room. I've just been like, I am alone. This is wonderful. <laughs> just starfishing in my king-size bed. Just, like, blissfully Same. alone. <laughs> but we, so we went on this road trip, and I, I, like, aggressively wanted to Tinder. I really don't remember what the motivation was, because that's not something you I You wanted to you though I was you like, were like I, I am getting fuck. laid it is time to fuck <laughs> <laughs> you're like I am getting some, somehow the dick in Minneapolis is better and you were just like I'm gonna get laid here <laughs> it's, the, it's totally the FOMO thing like it's totally the like I will only be here once maybe and like the dick here that I can get here is like very <laughs> limited I need to understand to that Minnesotan dick <laughs> Min is so damn good, right? <laughs> Seriously, though. Yeah, so, like, I tindered really hard. I remember we were at dinner, and I was swiping, which is rude. <laughs> uh, but, like, whatever. It was fine. My friends understand the need to tinder. Um, and, and kind of, like, I talked to, like, three different people, and, like, the one who was the most funny and interesting was the winner. Um, <laughs> we went out for, like, weird pizza, and his apartment was conveniently right next door. Good pick, buddy. <laughs> Every pizza that... 
my apartment building at home has like <laughs> oh, a here we go. <laughs> has a sandwich stop in the building and I still haven't gone on a date yet there yet, but that's like ideal. Like it's literally downstairs inside of my building. It's How perfect. have you not done that yet? Just I sandwich don't know. it in. We're known for our puns. We're I got I gotta sandwich a few in there. You no, know? you don't. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so the date, it was awkward. Um, I pretty much decided to sleep with him because we had the same taste in comedy podcasts. I was like, oh, you're a math. That's how you person. choose to make out with most people. Yeah. It is. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we had some of the worst sex of my life. Um, <laughs> it was like, it was it was not awful. It was just, you know. Not not great. Um, yeah. My my favorite treasured memory from this is that he um, he put on Spotify as like background music, but he did not have Spotify Premium. So like every <laughs> <laughs> every two or three songs, this like lady comes on. She's like, "You should upgrade to Spotify Premium," and like gives a little ad. And every time it happened, I laughed at him, and he would be like, "What? What's he's like trying to do intense man sex things?" <laughs> And I'm like, how is this not hilarious and distracting to you? Why don't you put on, like, a cassette? Like, I don't... <laughs> Find a record. Sing something. to me. Sing to I don't care. I don't want to listen to this Spotify lady. And, like, the music was not even good. And then I remember, like, after we finished banging, which, like, I did not come. I never come in one night stands, which is why I don't know why I wanted to pursue this so aggressively. Very confusing. Um, after that all happened, I realized that he had a collection of nerdy snapback hats, like like at least 50, like <laughs> Pokemon, Zelda, like all this nerdy shit. And I was like, if I had known this before I fucked you, I probably would have come. Like, let's be real. <laughs> I was like, why didn't you tell me this? And then when we left, he like took his keys from a thing by the door and it said, um, it's dangerous to go alone, take this. And I was like, where was this when we were banging? Uh, I like that. You're like, where was this nerdiness? God. Mm -hmm. where, like, I want you to apply that nerdiness to anything sexual. To my genitals. Yeah. <laughs> apply nerdiness directly to Kate's genitals. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking Icy Hot, except not. <laughs> See? What, do you, what would you advise on like a Tinder strategy if you're traveling? Like, how do you change your See, bio? I don't even really have an answer to that because when I travel, I deliberately don't fuck or at least go into traveling. because So when I started going to conferences, I was like, this is crazy sex weekend and that's what you do. Which to be fair, these conferences often are. Um, but I wound up realizing I was going into these conferences with these expectations, yeah. right? Um, you know, you go to a conference and you get laid there. And it was like, all right, well, if I'm not getting laid, what does that mean about me when I'm not getting laid at that conference? Yeah. And I would have all of this pressure and all of this stress. And now, like the past year or so when I've been going to conferences, I'm like, probably won't fuck anyone. That's fine. And then if something happens, it's like a fun surprise. But when I plan for it and I put all this pressure on it, not only do I have to have sex with someone, right, because I've hyped all of this up and, you know, this is going to be the big crazy sex conference, but then also it has to be the best sex. Right. And it's not going to be. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, so I tend to go into it like, eh, probably won't. And then shit happens because my life is weird. <laughs> um, and I'm very cute. But... <laughs> Um, but yeah, I tend to not actively seek stuff out because I know I will fall into the trap of putting way too much pressure on it. Yeah. And that's just not good for my brain. Yeah. 
I had like I had all these wild sex plans for this weekend too, where I was like I had this list of people. I was like I have my eye on them. I'm gonna flirt with them. Maybe they'll hit me. Maybe we'll make out. And then last night I was so tired at the end of the night that I like went to my room, called my partner, and cried and ate pizza. And I <laughs> I had a lot of like kind of shame feelings about it, but like yeah, that's a totally valid point. Like remember that like if you don't have all sex all the time, like that is fine. Um, doesn't make you any less valid. One thing I do like to do uh, specifically at conferences is I wind up doing these um, weekend-long protocol scenes with my partner because mm-hmm. um, we're in a DS dynamic, and uh, we'll establish he'll set goals for me or tasks for me to complete throughout the weekend, which is a lot of fun for me, and it helps me feel connected to him because he only can come to certain conferences that I go to. He doesn't come to all of them because dollars. Um But when he can't be here, we do these tasks and it helps me feel like closer to him and stuff. And it's a fun way for me to kind of inject this like sexy, fun feeling without having to rely on what my interactions with other people might look like. Um, Like often we'll do, uh, he'll give me a certain number of people I need to meet each day. Like at this con, I think I have 20 that I have to meet today um, and I'll get a different number tomorrow. Uh, And it's really fun because it gives me reasons to get out and enjoy the con and connect with people and talk to people. And for me, it's just a conversation starter. I'm like, hi, I need to meet someone. What's your name? Um, (laughs) And that's really, really fun. Um, But we were talking this morning and like hammering out the details for like the rest of the tasks for the day. And prior to this conference, I was like, I don't really know. I don't like, he was talking about like sex stuff and I'm like, I don't know, but like people and I don't want to rely on things or whatever. And then this morning I was talking to him. I was like, I've been at this conference a day and everyone's so hot. (laughs) And he's like, okay. (laughs) So I can assign more things. And I was like, everyone's so hot. My my protocol that I that I set up for the con, which is nice, um, is I have to write an update at the end of every day for my partner. Um, that's like the best photo I took that day. Any flirty or sexy things that have happened, which the past two days have been nothing, so probably should work on that. Um, and then uh, something I learned that day, the one I wrote to him yesterday was that people with foreskins should not roll them back before putting them in yeah. a hot case. <laughs> I didn't know that. That was now we do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have um, one of the ones I have is because so one of the reasons I was apprehensive going into we typically do this for every conference, but I've had some mental some like intense mental health stuff going on, uh, and I was apprehensive going into this conference to have those rules and things. So one of the things that he gave me is you may notice there are some scribbles on my arms. Um, I am a human yearbook, so anyone that knows my partner can write notes to him, but anyone that doesn't has to write a compliment to me on my arm, or on my body anywhere, which has turned out to be super cute. Um, but it was really, it's a really fun way, again, to get me talking to different people and to get me, like, engaging with folks and everything. And also, it's just, like, fun and different. Aw. <laughs> it's just, um, it's just, like, a fun and different thing to do. And I have other tasks that will be on my Twitter once I have 30 seconds to tweet. I don't have time to tweet. That's when That's you know shit's bad. Seriously. Oh, <sighs> rough. All right. Do we want to, we've got, what, fif- we've got 15 minutes? Do we want to do questions? Uh, do you have more stuff? I was going to ask you, why is hotel sex so fucking good? But like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Black magic, mostly. Um, I think white sheets. Yeah, the big fluffy white sheets. Mm. I don't know why. They're very important. Those bathrobes, the shower. My shower is so good. It's so big. I took shower nudes yesterday because you told me to. Correct. 
<laughs> I am also planning on taking shower nudes. My last shower, my partner was on Skype, so I, I couldn't. But <laughs> when he's not on my phone, nudes will be. <laughs> I think it's just, I don't know, like hotels trade on luxury, right? That's, that's what they're supposed to feel like. They're supposed to feel like a treat. And even if it's not an expensive hotel, it still feels fancy, it feels clean, and it has none of the clutter of your life. <laughs> like, I can't see my laundry pile when I'm fucking in a hotel room. You know, like, I can't see the dust on my bookshelf. I can't see the bill waiting on my desk to get paid. Like, all that shit, I, I live in New York. All of that shit is not, like, in my room somewhere. That is in my face when I'm fucking in my room. <laughs> like, I roll over and I'm like, look, the phone bill. <laughs> um, so a hotel is, like, kind of completely separate from all of that and has that vacation energy, has that, like, this is special. Um, and you can kind of... I've found, at least especially with hotel sex, I can also kind of take a vacation from me mm -hmm. and do the things that, like, are maybe a little edgy or a little scary that, yeah. like, I might not do <laughs> on, like, you know, a regular night at home or whatever. But, like, this is a vacation. This is I'm being wild right now. <laughs> Someone should piss on my face. Like, <laughs> you know, as you do. <laughs> Last night, it tell me something good. I won a prize, which was a hot pink dildo with a suction cup on the base. And I stuck it to my mirror in my hotel bathroom this morning. And I was doing my makeup and was in a rush. And I just like left. And then when I came back, like housekeeping had made up <laughs> my room. And it was still on the mirror. You should just hang your necklaces from it. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I <laughs> I'm sure they've seen worse. <laughs> I believe, tap that mic, I believe it's on. Yeah. So you can use that to ask if you want. Um, when traveling with sex toys or bondage equipment, are you not concerned that customs agent may flag you as a sex trade worker and charge you for working illegally in that jurisdiction or attempting to? That, that has been a problem. Yeah, no, and I know that's absolutely a problem a lot of sex workers face, um, especially if like their faces are online as sex workers and then they try and cross borders and stuff, yeah. Um, that's not something that I have encountered or had issues with. Um, when I cross borders, it's only New York into Canada. Um, and they've honestly never even looked at my sex stuff because I usually take a bus. Um, so I, that's not something I've encountered, but I know that is a very real issue that a lot of sex workers have um, yeah, when traveling. Yeah, I, I, I usually avoid telling customs people about that stuff just because, yeah. like, I'm not a sex worker, but, like, I work in the industry. So, like, sometimes they'll be like, where are you going? And I'll be like, I'm going to a conference. And if they ask more details, it might be like, it's a blogging conference or something. Because, like, I know people who, like, work in porn or work in sex who, like, have gotten in trouble for that. And I just, like, I would rather err on the side of caution with that. But, like, that's a privilege I, I have. So, yeah. Yeah, I will... Um I will often just say I'm coming to visit you or something. Yeah. Um, they always ask me if we're getting married. They really do. <laughs> Every time. And I'm like, have you seen us together? <laughs> like, is that why you're asking? <laughs> Because um, I also, like, they look at my passport and they're like, you've been up here every six weeks. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> Toronto is a very nice city. No, for me, they don't worry that we're going to get married. They worry that I'm not going to come back to the States, 
which like fair because I don't want to go back to the states. <laughs> like they're they're always like, do you have a bus ticket back? I'm like, yeah. They're like, let me see it. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. You might say your friendship trumps your nationality. No. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. All right. Any other questions? Hi, friend. Hello, friends. Hey. hey. So I have another sex toys while traveling question mm -hmm. um, about um, the updated TSA guidelines at some major airports. So I've seen that. Yeah. So I was tweeting about it a couple of weeks ago. So in a lot of major airports, um, TSA is now requiring you to take out all electronics larger than a cell phone, which means a lot of vibrators are larger than a cell phone. So for some anxious traveling folks who don't want to put it um, like in their checked baggage, what are your um, suggestions or advice for, okay, I have to take out maybe one biter, biter, maybe <laughs> one vibrator and maybe five. How do I do it and not feel ashamed or feel scared? I would, I mean, that's a really difficult thing. I would start with um, keep putting them in like a semi-opaque bag so that they can see it, but so that it's not like hot pink dildos for the entire world, you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. when they ask you, um, when I've been asked to take my electronics out, I haven't, I don't know that I've flown through any airports since they have that guideline, but in the past, I always like err on the side of taking way too much out and off, and they're always like, put your shit away. <laughs> so I don't know in practice how much they're actually gonna have you pulling out too. Um, I would, honestly, if there's someone that you can like see to connect with, like sometimes um, I know folks will feel comfort more comfortable talking to a femme presenting TSA agent or whatever, and just like enlisting someone that looks friendly and safe to you, and being like, "Yo, like, what what is the protocol around this?" Because not for anything, your sex toy is not the first sex toy that they've seen. Like, this is their whole job, um, and some of them can be surprisingly awkward about it. But like other people, like I've had people just be like, "Get it?" And I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> correct." <laughs> Um, like I've had some really cool conversations with TSA folks too about being like, oh, I'm a sex educator. What does that mean? Well, um, so I would enlist, like choose the person you're going to talk to about it rather than, because otherwise they'll choose for you and otherwise someone else, like one of them will handle it. Yeah. So I would like kind of choose to enlist someone if you can, maybe put it in a semi-opaque bag. So like when they pick it up to look at, so that when they pick, I'm doing the thing, when they pick it up to look at it, they can see what it is, but it's not necessarily advertising to everyone. I'm thinking like shopping bag type bags yeah. where like you can see enough, but it's still kind of cloudy. Yeah. Um, the, the, the one thing that helps me as an anxious person, this is really silly and really basic, but like sometimes I need to pre-practice the thing I'm going to say in the difficult situation, which mm -hmm. might look like standing in front of my mirror and being like, oh, that's a vibrator. That's a sex toy, um, <laughs> which sounds really, really silly, uh, but that actually helps me. Um, and this this reminded me of a, an unrelated, my favorite airport weird sex thing story that I need to tell. Um, I, one time, without thinking, wore my International Fisting Day t-shirt to the <laughs> airport. Um, and when I got back to Canada, I was going through customs on the way out, and I got stopped, and this woman was like, what does your shirt say? And I said, International Fisting Day. And she was like, what does that mean? And I was like, it's a celebration of the sexual act of fisting. <laughs> and she was like, oh, that's what I thought. Welcome back to Canada. 
are you? <laughs> Do we have any more questions? I have one more of these. Yay. Hi. Hey, friend. Hi, friend. So I was wondering, as a designer, what... I can do to make toys that are easier to travel with? Ooh, Ooh. good question. <laughs> get a cookie, except it's a sticker. <laughs> and also, I want this sticker for my giant trunk of dildos. <laughs> <laughs> Synergy. Synergy? Synergy? What? It's fine. Um, it's finergy. I think... Um, <laughs> I think come out when I'm nervous. A lot of... <laughs> they do. Uh, I think a lot of companies, like err on the side of being ridiculous to create discretion. For example, the teddy bear that vibrates, or the I rub my ducky, or like, they always err on the side of being really juvenile and really, I was like, thinking of the hole punch exactly. dildo that's shaped like a gun, which like, don't try to take that Don't take GSA. that, yeah. No. Um, but yeah, I think when people try to be discreet, they tend to like, go way overboard. When, like, there are a lot of things that people will look at and, like, not even assume that it's a sex toy. Mm -hmm. um, I think you don't, like, I think something, there is a middle ground between a rubber duck and a giant dick. <laughs> like, there are places in between that. And I think... <laughs> I've if broken her. If I wasn't her. podcasting right now, I would tweet that immediately. <laughs> Someone else do it. We have a hashtag. And I have a thing. Um, I'm going to take one of these, yeah, actually. Yeah, can we just steal that? Is that cool? I have. This is great. I've had them in all my sessions. They're fancy. Um, but yeah, I think you don't... I think you don't have to try that hard to be discreet. I think a lot of people are just willfully ignorant of sex stuff, too. Like, are just... Don't want to know if it's your dildo. Don't want to ask if it's your dildo. They're just going to humor you and go with it. So something, as long as it's like, I mean, size is obviously a factor. You can go like relatively small or whatever, but I don't think you have to like hide it and make it not look like a sex thing. Mm -hmm. I think I think people will, for the most part, n like play along with you and just be like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I think it also depends on the type of toy because like most dildos yeah. basically look like dildos. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can spot a dildo when you see it. Um, but like there's a lot of vibes and like other types of toys that might not be as immediately recognizable as sex toys. Um, I still think like most, probably most TSA agents, if you were like, that's a sex toy, they, they might ask a few clarifying questions, but like we had a friend who tried to take like an e-stim kit through TSA, I think, yeah. and had to like explain what that was, which took a while because there's a lot of layers there to like, okay, what is that? And like, why would that feel good? And why would people like that? And how do you use that in a sex situation? Uh, and stuff yeah. like bondage rope and stuff. But I think usually like most sex toys. The beauty of kink stuff too is a lot of it has other reasons to have it. <laughs> yeah. Like there are a million reasons to have a TENS unit and not all of them are naked. Are there? Yeah, it's a medical thing. It's good for muscle relaxing and stuff. A TENS oh. unit? Yeah. That's, I'm going to text my partner. That's what I learned today. Yeah, they use um, <laughs> TENS units... Uh, a TENS unit, it's an electrostim kit, so there are two different kinds of electrostim that you ten generally look at. You have, like, the neon wand, which is the big thing that does, like, the arcs of, like, you see, like, the violet wand and the neon wand, and it does, like, arcs of electricity, and that feels like static electricity. It feels a little bit like getting a tattoo when you turn it up. It's that, like, prickly feeling, whereas a TENS unit is uh, multiple like pads that you would stick onto your skin. You use them a lot in physical therapy, um, but they can also like manipulate your muscles and it 
feels really cool in a different way. It's not on the surface of your skin. It feels almost like movement under your skin. Um, and I've I've used, a, there are a bunch of different settings, so I've had ones that like, it feels like my skin is vibrating, which is really cool on your bits, because it's like you're your own vibrator. Super cool. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> but I've also used other ones where like, it felt like my muscles were moving under my skin without my permission, and I'm like, this is gross. <laughs> what is happening? Some alien my shit. partner thinks that one's really funny. Because <laughs> I, I just sit there, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> A nice thing about the Fifty Shades of Grey franchise, which is a sentence I rarely say, <laughs> is that like there is a greater cultural awareness of kink stuff now. So like I think a few years ago, if I had tried to take you know a Wartenberg wheel or something through TSA, they might have been like, mm, "This is suspicious." But now, if I'm like, "It's for BDSM," wink, yeah. wink, then <laughs> I'm one of those weird sex people. Hi, <laughs> aren't I cute? <laughs> I think we're all set. That was the last of our stickers, and we are ha, 5.15. I have ended everything exactly like a minute before or the minute of. We're not, though, because we still have to do our sign-off. Sorry, Shh. friends. <laughs> You're ruining my record. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for joining us for this. We forgot to say any of the shit we needed to say about that this is a live episode and that it had a hashtag. It has so a hashtag. So long ago. Ugh, that's, <laughs> fine. Whatever. that's all right. <laughs> Um, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Dildorks. I have been Kate Sloan. You can find my sex blog at girlyjuice.net and the rest of my writing at katewritesaboutsex.com. Please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at girly underscore juice. There's lots of good info on there, including um, where this dress is from, which people keep asking me today. I'm like, look at my Instagram. It's, <laughs> it's got the creds on there. Um, who are you, friend? I'm Bex. You can find all my writing at BexTalkSex.com. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at BexTalkSex. Um, yeah, together with the Dildorks. I do this every week, and it's gone. Um, together with the Dildorks, we're at the Dildorks on Twitter and Instagram, except we never post on Instagram. But tweet at us. Um, <laughs> let us know how much you love the podcast. You can find us, for those of you who are new, which is like a lot of you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for taking a leap of faith on these weirdos. Yeah, <laughs> we're sorry for everything that happened after that. Um, <laughs> You can find us uh, in most most podcast apps. We're on iTunes. Um, we're on Stitcher. We're on Pocket Casts. All of that stuff just by searching The Dildorks. We're also at patreon.com slash The Dildorks. You can't search us on Patreon because we're adult content. But if you go to patreon.com slash The Dildorks, you can get uh, exclusive perks on there and help us support us to keep doing what we're doing, like coming places like this and having live podcasts. <laughs> Uh, our logo, which you saw on the stickers, was done by Amy, who's at Starboots underscore on Twitter. We thank her every week because we love her. She's our, so our theme song, which you are not hearing today, but it's rad. Just trust me. Um, I'll just be in that. Do, 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 it's, uh, it's called do, I Want You in My Bedroom. It's by Protodome. He's at protodome.bandcamp.com. And thank you so much to you for listening to this. Until next time, folks, get out there and live your sexy, dorky life. Bye. Bye. <laughs> We're going to start in like a minute after we decide what we're talking about. <laughs> I literally just left another panel and walked in and went, so what's this podcast on? <laughs> so that's where we're at. I just uh, I just got a text from my partner that said you're my little dildork and I love you and you're gonna do so great. <laughs> I 
was like, I'm currently ignoring a text from my partner, so this is great. I should read that. Classic. I was like, I'm busy. <laughs> oh, he says he's proud of me. That's cute. Oh. Our sign-off that isn't a sign-off. It's not a thing, but we did it the first week and we just do it now. Everybody else has these cool lines and we're just like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> just like, which literally is so me to just be like, I'm leaving now. 